I'm Lindsay, mom of two active boys on the West Coast and believe there's no reason for money to be ugly. I love helping busy moms make it pretty without using cash envelopes or coupons. And I'm Megan. Me and my husband, we have four kiddos and I relate more to the dad role than the mom. And I'm an HGTV loving, oversharing finance nerd. Together we host the Money Stuff with Moms podcast. We understand the hashtag mom life but we also can appreciate the big picture adulting responsibilities like money. In this podcast, we invite you to be a part of our no fluff, fun conversations that will give you helpful on the go finance tips. Even if it's just a peek behind the curtains to hear about what we are doing with our money. Every episode for the next little while, I'd like for each of us to share one new piece of content or show or podcast or something that we're into right now, whether it was like this funny TikTok or this, even this just like snippet of maybe a show that we were watching or a news article we were reading. It doesn't have to be intellectual, but it also doesn't have to be, you know, trash garbage, which I know both Lindsay and I love. <laughs> so this week, what is one thing that you're into or that caught your eye? Okay, so I, I promise in, in future rounds of this, I will say something more intelligent than this let me just preface <laughs> so this week I saw this video I can't remember where it was probably on like Facebook reels or something like that and it was two guys talking about the creation of Yeti and I have a fascination with this trend of Yeti products the Stanley Cup products um and this video was hilarious. It was these two guys talking about, you know, how are they going to become millionaires? And they had like the old standard Walmart blue and yellow, blue and white um, cooler beside them. And they were brainstorming the idea for a new cooler. And they were, their only prerequisites was that it was bigger and heavier than the older one, that it was harder to carry, that it would keep your um, your ice colder for way longer than you would ever possibly need it to be cold, um, and that it was going to be like 10 times more, more expensive. And I don't know what you, like that is really how I see products like Yeti products. Like I don't know who is out in the wilderness that needs to keep their stuff cold for like 47 days without refilling the ice these products really do just feel like such a trend like a money trap and so I thought the video was absolutely hilarious because it was just so bang on of like how they were going to become millionaires and suck more money out of their consumer was all of these silly ridiculous things like charging you more money for something that you could have gotten for a lot less. I don't know. This trend of buying something because it's a brand name and being willing to spend so much on it. I mean, I'm going down a bit of a, a rabbit hole here now, but like my 12 year old came home from school saying that he wanted a Yeti lunch kit mm. and that somebody had a Yeti lunch kit. Um, they're 
hundred dollars. <laughs> he doesn't even open his lunch kit. He doesn't eat anything in his lunch kit. Why would he need? Why would a twelve-year-old, of all the things that they might ask for, why would they find value or any type of status? around a freaking lunch kit. Like we have gone off the cliff as a society. This is absolutely ridiculous. Oh my <sighs> Tell us how you really think. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. So I was on a flight this past weekend. And so I downloaded a bunch of shows to watch. And one of the shows has triggered an obsession in me. So I hope the it's show, not Yeti products so that we can still be friends. I mean, it <laughs> kind of is connected. The, sh- the show was called Finding Daniel. It was a movie on Disney Plus. Okay. And it was all about this guy named Daniel who hiked Mount Everest and passed away. Mm-hmm. And was on the mountain. Mm-hmm. And his family, 22 years later wanted to do a rescue mission to get his body. Okay. Okay. So that was the premise of the show. I'm not going to spoil it. I'm not going to tell you what happened. It's really good. It's on Disney plus. I highly recommend it. Um, I have now become obsessed with Mount Everest. (laughs) (laughs) If there is a show on Disney, if there's a show national geographic, if there's a show on Netflix, you pop right into my DMs. I can talk to you about it. I've watched it. And that it's been like six days. And I'm obsessed. Every, I'm I'm fascinated with number one, why do you care? Why do you care? Yes. I don't I don't have that in me at all. Why would you want to do that? I don't get it. And number two, um the cost. The cost mm. to do it is unbelievable. I, I'm just so fascinated by people who want to do it. I understand the idea of overcoming, you know, a big goal, but the chance of death and it's very high. The chance that you're going to be uncomfortable, 100%. 100%. You are not going to have fun. There is a section on Mount Everest called the death zone where if you stop, you will die. (laughs) Interesting. Likely never want to go there. Yeah, sounds fun. (laughs) Oh, guess what? If you go to the summit, you have to go through it twice. Like I'm just, I just can't. I just am fascinated with Mount Everest. I, I, anyway, that's my content of the, (laughs) of the week is finding Daniel Disney Plus, and now every TikTok or Instagram algorithm is showing me all about all these cool Mount Everest things. Some things mm-hmm. aren't cool. Some things are ter- terribly sad. <laughs> um, but I'm here for it. I mm-hmm. just I'm, I just love it. Anyway, well, okay. I got a flight coming up, so maybe that's what I'll be watching. Finding Daniel. Very good. Okay, mm-hmm. so, but now let's get over what we're into and let's talk about retiring sooner and what you need to know. Mm-hmm. Um, don't waste your money on Yeti stuff and put it into your retirement account. Don't go. bother going to episodes and don't go up Mount Everest because you will never retire. End of episode. There we go. <laughs> okay. And we'll wrap it up right now. <laughs> um, just watch the shows and just buy cheap uh, Walmart versions of the same product. It's fine. Mm-hmm. You're going to be fine. 
That's how you do it. Okay, so if I were to say to somebody, um, how can you retire sooner? My first question to them or analysis I would do for them is based on what you've got already, how much will your money, like when can you retire? What are your options? Like if you just kept status quo and changed nothing, just kept doing what you're doing, when could you retire? And when, if it's different than when you want to retire. So if those two numbers aren't the same, if you retire when you want to, uh, how long will your money last? Mm-hmm. Let's just get some clarity and just say like, maybe you're closer to your goal than you think you are. Yeah, no doubt. Right? I mean, I would, if somebody said to me, I want to retire sooner, what do I need to know? Um, my number one question would be, do you have a retirement plan? Mm-hmm. Are you, do you have access to the software and the knowledge to do it yourself? If you do all the power to you, most people don't. Um, do you have somebody that you're working with to help you with that? The amount of times that I get asked in my workshops or my challenges around retirement and they've got pensions and they've got accounts at the bank. Um, they've, I mean, I got asked last night about this, actually, I'm running a challenge right now. And I got asked something very similar, not about the retiring sooner part, um, but they were asking me about their account, accounts. I don't have a license. I'm not a CFP. I don't get into it with people. Um, but my question was, well, where are your accounts? And I'm like, well, they're at the bank. (laughs) Then ask your guy at the bank that you're paying to help you with your planning. (laughs) You pay fees on this stuff. What do you think you're paying for? Um, But we all know that bank is not the the best place for that kind of planning. Um, But you need a plan. How's your pension, your real estate, your RSP, your CPP, your OAS, your whatever other acronyms, how do they all come together? Are you on track or not? Um, Get a roadmap. And then the roadmap is the elephant, and then you eat it one bite at a time. Mm -hmm. Start checking things off. Follow the roadmap. Okay, easy peasy. Easy. <laughs> so step step number one, don't buy the Yeti. Step number two, don't go on Mount Everest. Step number three, get a plan. Check, check, check. Check, check, check. And I know like that sounds so simplistic, but when you're talking about retiring sooner, you're telling me you have a goal of retirement and you're telling me that you have a goal of retiring sooner than, I don't know, others or sooner than 65 um, sooner than, I don't know, sooner than something. Um, so uh, like automatically, I'm just going to ask you what the plan is to get there for some people it will be different than others. Um, yeah. right. Like there, there's different scenarios, but if you don't have a plan, yeah. then how are you going to get there? Um, saving, Saving the money that you can now to put away for later is really important. But if you guys know me, I love to travel and I, my kids are in sports and we, you know, have a lot of things that we like to spend our money on. And I don't put all my money towards retirement so I can retire sooner because I don't know if I'm going to make it there. Mm-hmm. I mean, of yeah. course, I hope that I do, but I don't, I don't know if I'm ever going to make it there. I'm not promised tomorrow. My crystal ball is fuzzy. So I'm going to balance it out and live for now and retire later. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, I guess anybody can just 
go to Mexico or something and retire sooner. That's always an option. Well, and I think too, um, by going back to your point about potentially going to your guy at the bank or working with the planner or just introducing into the conversation conversation an expert, but also somebody who's outside of your family bubble, Mm -hmm. it allows them to guide the conversation, to ask you questions, get on the same page as what does retirement even look like for you? So Mm -hmm. um, I just had this conversation with a couple and one of the things was that came out of the conversation is that one of the partners thought that they would be likely selling their primary residence, mm-hmm. you know, shortly before retirement, the house was too big for them. They'd want the opportunity to travel. Both their kids don't even live in that community anymore. Mm-hmm. And the husband was not on the same page. And I think that when, you, even though you think that you're um, sharing your ideas and on the same path, once you start putting numbers in front of each other and mm-hmm. looking at the decision-making tree and what year do we do this and what year do we do that, it really make it forces you to be like, okay, well, let's talk about this. And, and I don't want to move, you know, the first year of retirement because I want to just, you know, let the dust settle or mm-hmm. whatever it might be. And so having that guide for the conversation um, yeah. I think can be really important um, in 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 deciding can I retire sooner and if I can how. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, there's so many different factors, right? There's even like looking at your health and trying to predict your future and like when are you going to take CPP, right? Like the the math might say one thing, but what if? longevity in your family doesn't exist what if the doctor has told you something different like there's there's different factors that um and for those listening if you delay cpp you get a bit more money than if you take it earlier that's what that's all about um so yeah maybe maybe for you retiring earlier and taking the money makes a heck of a lot more sense than waiting and hoping for a a bigger monthly benefit um if you don't have a financial planner or uh, advisor or somebody that is helping you with this, um, now's the time. If you're in, especially if you're like in your 40s, late 30s even, um, when is the best time to plant an oak tree? That was 100 years ago. The second best time is today. Like those annoying sayings, but like they're annoyingly true. Um, you're so cliche. I'm so cliche. Can anybody hear my dog in the background? She really likes this topic. She has a high opinion on this. and then She sure does. Well, she's living the retired life, right? (laughs) I mean, let's be real here. (laughs) So if you came to this episode and you were like, yeah, I'm going to learn these specific tips and like exact investment strategy, I'm super sorry to disappoint you. Um, It's boring. It goes back to the basics. Get some help. Thanks for spending your time with us today. If you heard anything that piqued your interest, check out the show notes because we probably have some extra deets or links down there. Your homework for today. Go talk to someone about your money. Either your spouse, your kids, your coworker, or a licensed professional. 
And if you don't like those humans today, we're always talking in Lindsay's Facebook group, Black is the New Red. So join us over there. Head over to Facebook, type in Black is the New Red. You'll see so many amazing like-minded individuals in there trying to get better, asking the right questions, supporting one another. We look forward to hanging out with you again on your next dog walk or while you watch soccer practice from the sidelines. Cheers.